what were the Lions thinking? Not one, not two, three attempts to walk off the field with a victory out in Dallas, and not so much. <laughs> what, what what happened under the star in Dallas on Saturday night, and uh, what was going through Motor City Campbell's that played? Dallas and Detroit. Does really going going for two really doesn't matter? Your playoff spots are almost set. So would really going for two really make a difference for Detroit? Dallas doesn't think so. All that plus some fun stuff on a special Monday Night Football on Saturday night. A Sunday Scaries with Bucks to me wraps up an NFC clash from the top of the standings between Dallas and Detroit. Oh, nutmeg. Monday night on Saturday, Dallas and Detroit. What could you expect? Ah. <laughs> you know, I was really thinking we were going to start this show by saying, uh, same old Cowboys. <laughs> uh, I don't, man. Sometimes you just take the points when you got the points. Like <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get it. Like I just, I don't understand it. Like there's, ah man, <sighs> wow, wow. The Lions have like, like why, why the Lions like just kick, kick, go into overtime. Worst case scenario. It's fine, yeah, it's fine. It's it's all right to go into overtime. Like you don't have to go for two like all the time. Like I understand Campbell, you're a great coach. America loves you, but you don't have to. You know. Now, mind you, it was a great play call, no doubt. Yeah. So, like all three of them. <laughs> And so, so no. then you sit there, you sit there, and you say, do, "Do you fault Campbell or do you fault you know Decker for not checking in? Like, what? What is it? Great, beautiful play call, no doubt about it." Yeah, and I, I think that's obviously the huge story in the the aftermath of this one: the fact that what is I don't know what is going through this team's head what is going through MCDC's head what is going through the Lions personnel heads like I don't understand because you have the situation like you said just go to overtime kick the extra point it's fine it's not it's not that big a deal uh yeah I mean you're you already kind of set yourself up for uh Shocking the world on a Saturday night with the drive down the field, making the Dallas defense look like Swiss cheese. And then you get down there and you don't kick, you know, you want to go a little brass balls out there. And you miss, you, you, uh, you, you make the first one, but you have a penalty. You miss the second one, but you get bailed out by Micah Parsons being offsides. And then you get the third opportunity, but you have this uh, receiver not reporting. So it's like at a at, at a certain point, you know, three three chances in, just take the stupid extra point. Once you get Mike in the neutral zone, you need to count your blessings and say, you know what, we're gonna take the one and let's just move on with life. Yeah. But I think sometimes they feel that you know 
destiny is theirs and they're supposed to do this. And, you know, Dallas needs to count their stars a little bit, you know, like they got lucky. Like the way Dallas played like the three quarter first three quarters, you would have thought they were going to be up by 45 points. You would have thought, mm -hmm. you know, Dallas was ready to explode and throw points up, but it just never really materialized. And Detroit hung tough, you know, Sometimes it's better to get that hard-fought victory the long way instead of getting the short, easy, you know, not easy, but just to end the game right there. Um, count, count your stars, very apropos. <laughs> exactly, you know. <laughs> I understand maybe you wanted to ruin, you know, Jimmy Johnson night or whatever. I have no idea what, what this was, but at the end of the day, Dallas pulled it out, and their their hopes to win the end of and you know the, the East is st are still alive. They're still going to need a lot of help. I don't know if Philly's really going to lose to the Giants and to the freaking to Arizona. I don't see it happening, but yeah, stranger things have happened. Before we get into the ramifications of uh, the outcome here, I mean, let's let's talk about the game itself. That drive down the field, you, th you thought the Lions kind of were dead in the water. You know, they were set up with, you know, two minute warning plus, and uh, um, Goff throws the interception deep in his own territory. What? So it was kind of like almost an unexpected result to see them just rip down the field that fast. So, I mean, wh what do you see out of both teams out of this, out of this game? going into the playoffs? Uh, or, or or maybe I should phrase it like, uh, like, based on what we know these teams to be, how did this game either reinforce or change our opinions of either of them? Well, let's see. You know, Dallas averaged 40 points at home this season in their home games, only put up 20. So you can give, you know, Detroit – you know, some credit and, you know, playing some quality defense. You can say, you know, Detroit's play calling there at the end, questionable. Um, so when it comes to the playoffs, I think it's going to be a situation where Detroit needs to say, all right, we don't always have to go for two or try to make the splashy play. Like, let's grab our points when we have them, because that's what you're going to have to do in the playoffs, you know, because you, you're there's no next week. So you got to grab the points, and Dallas needs to perform better on offense. Like they weren't really able to run the ball still. Like let's be honest, Tony Pollard was – he had a couple decent runs, but it wasn't like he was ripping them, Yeah, you know. And for Detroit, it was the opposite, you know. Gibbs, you know, was able to pull off some good runs. But then there were some passes, you know, that offensive line kind of – Gave up some, you know, gave up some yards and gave up some, you know, field, field possession. So I think Dallas needs to, you know, be able to run the ball. Because if you can't run the ball in the playoffs, I don't think you can win. And Detroit needs to better protect golf to sustain drives. Which which quarterback do you think can better withstand turnovers? Because they both, both of them in this game had interceptions come. I mean, Dak had the one very early on, which kind of got, got the game off to a bit of a, a less than optimal start. And then uh, golf obviously had, had had one in the middle of the game. He had one at the end of the game, which made the outcome look a little questionable. So which of these teams as the playoffs turn, turn now, uh, 
can can better withstand uh, a, a bad night like that uh in opportune turnovers from their quarterback. Detroit, because they can run the ball. Now let's be real, you can't count on the Dallas run game. It's not, it's just not there. There's something missing. I don't know what it is, but the beginning of the season, everyone thought Tony Pollard was going to be the guy, you know, because of last year. You know, you get rid of Zeke and, you know, it's the Tony Pollard show, but it's really not been there this year. You know, Detroit has, you know, the two backs and they've been a pretty much a constant all year. You know, so if golf really isn't hitting, hitting his mark, you can go to the run game and kind of figure it out and build golf back up in the course of a game. With Dak, it's pretty much him or nothing. Yeah. And I care was one run in particular. I was kind of kind of felt bad for Gibbs because he busted off his 40-yard run. Of course, he got called back for holding. <laughs> oh, because he, he zigged. I because I know exactly the run you're talking about. And you see him zigzag and he takes that curve and he's like on the he's like what, down the two. And then they call it back, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Detroit giveth, Detroit taketh away. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, we'll, we'll bring up something you brought up a minute ago, and that's really like – I and it, it dawned on me. You know, we just did the show the other night, and uh, it, 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 didn't, it didn't even fathom in my brain because I'm thinking like, you know, the division, the NFC East is up for grabs, and Detroit and Dallas has this game, tiebreaker stage, blah, 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 blah. And it dawned on me watching this game, Dallas has five losses, even even with this win. And mm-hmm. Detroit is a division winner. So Dallas has this kind of faux tiebreaker, and it doesn't matter. <laughs> if they wind up playing each other in the playoffs, they're, Detroit's still <laughs> going to have the home game. So it's like th- these two teams, they put all this effort into this game, regardless of you know what we saw and how we break it down. They put all this effort mm-hmm. in this game. They played their starters. And it probably didn't matter because if they play each other, unless Philly just really more falls out from underneath them and they lose to the yeah. teams that they shouldn't, unless, you know, all hell breaks loose like that, it, Detroit's still going to have home field advantage over the Cowboys, even with losing this. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Like, why, why bother? That, this game didn't matter. <laughs> uh, Maybe from Detroit's, you know, perspective, they wanted to show, you know, prime time. They wanted to show the world that, hey, you know, we're we're legitimate. You know, everyone believes in them. You know, they are a legitimate team. But I think going up against the Cowboys prime time, they wanted to say, hey, you know, we know the playoffs are coming. You know, it's, this isn't a fluke that we're here. We're here to play. We're here to show that, you know, we can win this thing. And Dallas, yeah, they've, you know, have these hopes and dreams that, you know, Philly's going to falter at some point and they're going to grab the division. Now, if it happens, you know, it it very well could happen. You never know. The way that the season has gone, maybe the Eagle, you know, can't really trust the Eagles 100%. You know, maybe they falter against, you know, Tyrod Taylor and the Giants or something. You don't know. And if that's the case and, you know, the Cowboys win the division, that very well could be be their crowning moment because we know how Dallas is in the playoffs. That very well could be their crowning achievement. Yeah, they won the division, but they just, you know, shat, shat the bed in the playoffs. We don't know. So I think Dallas wants the division. I think for some reason they're fixated on it maybe a bit more than just saying, you know what, we need to play solid and, you know, whatever falls, falls. Let's get healthy for the playoffs. But they're still hanging their hat on that. 
let's 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 assume uh let's assume hell doesn't break loose and Philadelphia mm -hmm. beats Arizona. Should Dallas just take take next week off? So they just mail it in against Washington and worry about not get hurt and uh just just make just practice well, get your game plan right. See, it's one of those things where you, it's football. You guys get hurt like running down the field, not even getting touched. So let's say they take that mentality and they put the starters in for maybe a series or two, and CeeDee Lamb just runs a, a basic route, no one touches him, and he just turns the wrong way in the turf, blows out a knee. You know, you never wish for that, but these things happen. I still think they need to go out there and play, but you know what? They need to work on the run. They need to figure out how to get Tony Pollard back to where he was. Because for Dallas, I think to really come out of the NFC, they need to be able to run the ball. You can't hang it on Dak's arm because, mind you, Dak has Dak has played great this year overall. But I don't think on his arm alone you can win it. It would Dak's it would you know Dak's arm and the defense, of course. But that offense needs Pollard to perform. So I think you just try to get the run going. Maybe try to get Pollard in some spots. Try to get them 80, 90 yards, getting, start to get them to feel good going into the playoffs. Uh, for, let's, let's forecast a little bit for the playoffs. And obviously, as the five seed, they play the NFC South winner, which, uh, as we know, currently looks to, looks like it will be Tampa, barring the Saints actually looking like a, comp a uh, comp competent uh, football team. This right. Week. Um, <laughs> but it's, do you. As 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 a Tampa fan, who who would you have more confident in facing the Cowboys as it currently stands, or if the the four four falls out from the Eagles and you wind up playing Philly? Wow. <laughs> I wow. If I had to pick one, wow. It's it's funny because it's almost similar because. The run games for both teams, honestly, the last probably four or five games. Well, Dallas pretty much almost the whole year, but Philly exactly. Like their run game's been a bit more, bit more consistent. So if I had to really pick one, I would probably pick Dallas because Tony Pollard just hasn't been able to run the ball, and um, we're strong against the run. So I think if I had to pick one, I would pick Dallas because I believe we're strong enough to say, all right, Dak, try to beat us with your arm. I would. I'd probably take the Cowboys. Yeah, and and between the two, between Philly and Dallas, which one needs that division more? Division more. Which one is better equipped to win on the road? I want to say the Eagles because they've done it. They've they've been there. I feel the Eagles, you know, understand what it takes a little more. You know, they've been through the wars and kind of understand, all right, fine, this, you know, we, we they win ugly. They can win ugly, you know, but Dallas, I just don't know if they have that mentality. I don't know if they can go through the playoffs and win ugly. So I think the Eagles, the Eagles, if they don't win the division, they would be, all right, fine. If not, then we're going to do it the hard way. Yeah. And they would be able to take that, you know, all right, us against the world. We didn't win the division. No one, everyone's counting us out. I think they can carry that. Dallas just doesn't have that feel to it. Yeah, they're, 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 they're very much there. They're, they got to shake that soft. Uh... They feel a little sensitive. <laughs> you know, like, like the, 
I guess pre-Madonna, like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to be here or no one likes us. And you'd see him crying in the corner. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel about it. I think Philly just has that mentality of, all right, we don't give a boop. We're going to do what we're going to do. And that's it. I trust that feeling better yeah. than Dallas. Yeah, I get it. Uh, it's, it's, it's a certain, there's a certain uh, uh, shine to the Cowboys where you can't believe it until you see it do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, like they're just they need to prove to me that they can that they can be the bully and win ugly and just say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna play you for sixty. You can smack us in the mouth, but we're gonna smack back harder. I need to see that that mentality from them. Um back to the Lions, do you think they did themselves a disservice by being a little too brass balls here and, and, and not taking the extra point because now they're still behind the Niners and mm -hmm. they're also behind Philly. So do you think they did themselves a bit of a disservice by not putting themselves in a better position to be in contention for a home game over at least one of those two for the opponents? Yeah, just kick kick the point and, and your defense your defense played well. Like they played well. They held Dallas to 20 points, you know? Dallas scores 40 at home. So you're telling me that your defense wasn't playing well enough, you know, throughout this game? No, they were. So tie it up, go into overtime and just see what happens. Because you know what? That could happen in the playoffs. It's a it's a learning experience. You're prepping for the playoffs in this sense because you're not going to move up anywhere. You're pretty much in – you are where you're at. That's where you're going to be for the playoffs. So this would be a way to say, all right, well, if this happens in the playoffs, we know what we got to do. Pulling out the trickeration and, you know, literally a two, three tries at a two-point conversion, it's, it's ridiculous. I think at this point it kind of messes with your head. It's like, what do, is it, this is what we have to do to win. We just can't take the tie, go into overtime and just, you know, figure it out. So I think it was a little too much, a little too pretty. And hopefully they learn from it and take the points when you can. Do you think that the Lions are capable of winning on the road against either of those two opponents in the playoffs? Philly yeah. San Francisco? Philly, yeah. Philly, I do. I'm San Fran. If they play smart and don't, you know, try to gamble, I think they can. You know, San Fran has shown that they can be beat. You know, they, you know, got taken to the woodshed by Baltimore. So I think if, you know, any, it's the playoffs. So anything can happen. You know, I'm not, I can't sit here and say, oh, they, there's no way. But they've got to play smart. They've got to take the points where they can. And their defense is, is, is solid. It's a solid defense. Yeah, you still kind of hesitant on the secondary, you know, especially like tonight's game where they gave up that 92-yard bomb, <laughs> you know, which I don't know how it happened, but, it, you know, really. But after a while, they tighten things up. So I think they understand they're a young defense. They can win. They just – the offense just has to take the points. That's what you got to do. Well, let's uh, shine some light on some individual performers in this one. And uh, speaking of that 92-yard touchdown, first of all, let me say – I think I could have hit CD Lamb that wide open. <laughs> um, I think I could. I think I. I think I could have completed that pass. However, I will say, Dak was about to get tackled in the end zone, and he runs out of that. And he's basically like throwing his body backwards at the same time. He's 
heaving the ball downfield to hit Liam wide open, run, run into the barn. Uh, Dak, let, let's you, you got to give Dak credit. He, he yeah. escaped and found an open, way open CeeDee Lamb like he's supposed to. And on the, on, on, on basically purely the, purely the, uh, aspect of his arm strength because he certainly was in no position from a body dynamic standpoint to make that pass. <laughs> but uh I mean that set up a rather big game by Dak. Obviously he had a pick mm-hmm. later on which wasn't too pretty, but overall pretty efficient game and then he just kind of accumulated, accumulated, accumulated numbers. Uh and I have a little bit of a hot take with C D Lamp, so we'll save him for a minute, but like as mm-hmm. far as this league where voters love quarterbacks, what's Dak's position as far as uh, MVP races concerned? Yeah, he's going to get votes. Like he's not going to win it. Like he's not. I think he's cooled off. I think at one point earlier in the season, you know, Dak, Dak, you know, what was it? Was a probably a top three candidate. Um, but I think Dak's kind of regret, you know, regressed a little. It's, I just don't know what Dak, he, it's like, you want to like the guy, he's a decent guy, you know, but he just, he, he just doesn't give you enough to say, yes, he's, he's the best quarterback in the league. He He's the guy. Like he just doesn't give you that because for that one great game, he ends up screwing the pooch and like, next thing you know, it'll he'll throw a pick or he just. He just can't – I don't see him as a guy who carries the team 100%. If Dallas's defense wasn't as good as it was, I don't know if they would win as many games. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Like, for what happened tonight at the first, you know, first quarter, first, second quarter, you would have thought that they were going to ready to put up 40 points. But it was like, no, it just wasn't there. I don't know if Dak is that guy. Like, Dak – and I hate to use the term because we've used this earlier in the season, game manager, I hate it. But it's like, all right, you know, Dak, Dak's better than that, but I, he's not a guy where I'm like, all right, two minutes left in the game, win me the game. I'm not putting him in that category. This, this season, not, not, not overall the NFL, this season, can you put mm-hmm. five quarterbacks ahead of the season you said? Ahead of Dak? Five? Ahead of Dak. Wow. Okay. I'll, I'll give you Lamar. Yep. I'd say and, I'll give you Lamar. Uh, Purdy. Hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know. Purdy. Purdy's on the fence for me. I just because with Purdy, it was always you know at first it was like oh well you know it's just because of the weapons he has. He's he's a game manager. He doesn't. He's, he's not going to do anything, you know. But then it was like he doesn't make the mistakes. He puts the ball where it needs to. But then you have the game against Baltimore, and it's like, all right, four picks. I don't know who this guy is. Uh, all right, so I'd put Goff above him. Okay. I, I think Goff, Goff – I, I trust Goff more to win me a game. Now golf will throw golf will make an ill-advised throw like he did today. But I I have a better feel for golf than I think for Dak. Um, let's see. Jalen. Yeah. I, I, okay, I'll give you Jalen. 
Okay. I'll give you Jalen. So that's three. And then um, I'm not getting. Huh? I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you Allen. No. Because I'm not giving you Allen. Um, Holmes. <laughs> no, no, not. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing with Mahomes. His 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 supporting cast is hideous. So, but you said based on this year, based on this year, I'd have to say no. But someone I will give you honorable mention, and I'm not being a homer about it, not being a homer, Baker but Baker Mayfield, because Baker has won games. Yeah. So I, you know, mind you, mind you, he may have a quarter where he's a little off there, but you know, we're talking about a quarterback who you think will win you a game like that. Um, who else? The only other dark horse I would throw in the mix is possibly Stafford. The way he's played this year with that young team, yep, I, I, I'll give you Stafford. I would give you Stafford. Um, wow. It's, it's really rough because you, if you look at the playoff teams as of right now, you're like, what quarterback really is that guy? And So Dak may actually eke his way, and you may have to say Dak, but it's he's holding on to maybe the five spot by a thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. I think it's – Kind of pretty close because, like, we were kind of you were kind of we were kind of split hairs on Purdy and Jalen Hurts and that sort of thing. Yeah, because that the because let's also you know injuries have taken out you know Burrow and stuff, so some of the usual suspects mm -hmm. aren't available. Yeah. Um, and now over to CD Lamb. Now I almost kind of think like if you had to pick now, obviously quarterbacks always always get the limelight, but. If you had to really pick an MVP this year for the Cowboys, I, I think it's probably more CD Lance. CD Lance has been unstoppable. And th this game was no different. He had a dozen catches. He was well over 200 yards. And we had obviously that huge touchdown right off the bat. Uh, I mean, CD Lance, I, I would almost say he should be more the MVP favorite from the Cowboys than that. No, for sure. Like, CD makes that offense run, let's be honest. Now, the only other person on that offense would be Ferguson, the tight end, because Dak lives on that guy. Yeah. You know, like, he looks at CD first, but he, he is more, he looks like he's more comfortable throwing than Jake Ferguson. So, but no, no doubt that, you know, CD's the guy, you know, he's that, he is, if you stop CD, then that offense pretty much comes to a snail's crawl. That's why that run game needs to start to really develop and really quick. But yeah, I would have no no doubt, you know, CD's incredible. And if Dak, you know, you don't want to say bad be was better, but you know, if CD was on like Baltimore, I'm telling you right now, CD's numbers would probably be ridiculous. Nothing against Brandon Cook, but Brandon Cook, but there's a far drop off between CD Lamb and Brandon Cook. Yeah, basically all you're doing is sending Brandon Cooks down the field. He's your deep burner, and that's and that's it. Or he gets lost in the he gets lost in the secondary, and you know he ends up with a twenty or thirty yard pass. Let, let's be honest, that's the way this offense has kind of looked. Who's, who's the best? I mean, obviously the injuries kind of derailed the weak season. But who is the best wide receiver going? Is it CD Lamb? Is it Tyreek Hill? Well, uh, it's a tough call, but I'm 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 still I'm still on Reek. I think Tyreek really, you know, his body of work, you know, teams literally will plan for him. 
It's you stop Tyreek, you stop whatever team he's on. You can send him into the secondary, and literally you're throwing two guys on him. Um, I think CD is a, is approaching that level, but see, with the speed that Tyreek has, it's just it's too much, too much to overcome. Not, not, not to, uh, not to be disrespectful towards the Madrasa Brown, of course, because he's had an exceptional year. Yeah, he's good. You know, they're all not like Mike Evans. You know, I was waiting for it. <laughs> you know, active touchdown leader in the league, ninety-two tutties. You know, I'm not here to talk anything, but not, but I honestly, not like I'm throwing stats or anything. You know, future <laughs> Hall of Famer. You know, whatever, but not right now. Like I said, Tyreek just. Tyreek is at when he's healthy, 100%. The man is unreal, but C.D. Lamb I, is growing into that, and he's so young. I think, you know, if as long as Dallas keep, builds around him and keeps, you know, that offensive nucleus and Dak grows with him, then C.D. can be that guy for sure. Yeah. Well, there was, uh, I guess, a, a little bit decided out of this game, even though I'm not sure if it ultimately matters. But you know what? It was announced two, two, two elite teams this year at the top of the standings going at each other late in the season. It was still worth an extra show, and we had fun with it. Bucks, Mickey, what did you think of Cowboys-Lions? Take us off there. Well, uh, Lions fans, I know this one hurts a little bit. You know, just lick the wounds and just prep for the playoffs. You know, call Coach Campbell and tell him, take the one. Sometimes two isn't worth it. Take the one. Cowboys fans, y'all got lucky. Let's be realistic. Um... Happy for, you know, Coach Jimmy, but you guys have got to put some points up. Got to be able to run the ball. If not, it's going to be a short short run in the playoffs. Nutmeg, it's always an honor and a privilege. Loving these, loving these Monday nights on a Saturday. Let's see what happens.